When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. Welcome back to another episode of Betches Brides. I'm your host, Fallon Carter. And this week we have Sam Rosen joining us. Sam is the social media director here at Betches, and she also writes our Betches Brides newsletter. She's getting married like tomorrow, September 3rd in New Jersey. So that's right around the bend. Sam, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm excited to be back here. Excited to be hanging with my girl Fallon. <laughs> We're so excited. I'm so excited to have good, I'm you. Glad. <laughs> All is well. How's planning going? Planning, planning is going. I, <laughs> I am ready. I'm ready for it to be here. You know, like I've been, I've been engaged since April of last year. Okay. And I feel like a lot of the brides out there who have had, you know, a year, a year and a half engagement, you get mm-hmm. to this point and you're just like, let's get the show on the road. Decision tired. fatigue, all totally. the things. Yeah. Totally. It's like, I'm tired of like hearing, like hearing about it and yeah. I just want it to be here. I don't want it to be over with. I want the day to be here. Okay. I dig yeah. that. Where are you guys yeah. getting married? Uh, we're getting married um, at a venue about a half hour outside the city. All right. Cool beans. Yeah. Yeah. And how did you guys meet? Uh, so we were set up through one of my best friends from college. So wow. shout out to Danielle because you're probably going <laughs> to listen to this episode. <laughs> we love so, you, Danielle. We do. We do. She's a she's a cutie. But yeah, we, we went on our first date in January of 2020, which was a quite interesting timing. Mm. And then uh, didn't see each other for three months. And now here we are getting married. So. There you are. This is exciting. Why a wedding and not eloping? <laughs> That's a funny question. It's a good question. <laughs> I've never been one of the, those people who like have envisioned their wedding from the time yeah. that they were five years old, which I'll kind of touch on more a little later, I think. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like once it kind of became, you know, time for us to start thinking about engaged or our friends were getting engaged and getting married and whatnot. I couldn't really imagine not having the, hmm. the big wedding. Like I like, you know, I like the food. I like the dancing. I like the whole, you know, the whole experience of it. So uh, just excited for it all to pay off in a couple yeah. of weeks. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Did you guys stay on track with budget? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, generally the answer is absolutely not no, it's, but no, there's just there's just no way. There like is no everything's way. everything's just so expensive and there's just so many things that pop up especially towards the end as as you know. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it, it's just so expensive. It is. <laughs> so crazy. I'm on site right now. Um we're doing a wedding here in the Cape. Nice. And, you know, they're building this tent. It's taking like five days for them to build this thing. Yeah. And I'm looking, I keep looking at like they're unloading stuff. And I was like, that's odd. I know we ordered a stage, but it's just like not here. And I was like, <laughs> I know. I've, it's kind of hard to miss. I was like, I've <laughs> sent you a lot of floor plans and it's just, it's not here. And you're talking about your finish. And I'm like, well, that's funny because it's not here. And, you know, I talked to my point of contact. I was like, so there's a stage, right? And he was like, no, I don't remember that. And I was like, huh. oh, no. So there needs to be one. <laughs> you, can go, you add go one? Go find me a stage. <laughs> go find me a stage. He's like, yeah, I can add it. I was like, how much is this going to cost? Right. Because right. <laughs> now I have to tell the client. Totally. Oh, it's my God. Like, I feel like this is so bad, but I feel like at the end, it's almost, it feels like Monopoly money, even though yeah. it's obviously very <laughs> much not. But like, you're almost so in it that it's kind of just like, all right, we got to. <laughs> Just we just got to keep going. We just yeah. got to keep going. There's there's no way out at this point. The contracts yep. are signed. <laughs> the deposits are in. You got to just keep it. 
Keep it's it the nature of the beast. It's like, oh, yeah. you're, you used to spend $1, you're going you're gonna to spend a lot more than that. Don't yeah. just throw your budget out the window, unfortunately. I love you all. Totally. I know. It's a lot. Are your parents excited? They are very excited. My mom's been very, she's, she's just the best. It's so funny because I feel like, I feel like you hear so many moms that are like super involved and like yep. dictating, micromanaging every single detail. My mom is just like genuinely whatever makes you happy. Like, mm. go do it. I love that. <laughs> Which is a breath of fresh air for yeah. sure. And my soon-to-be in-laws are absolutely fantastic. And oh. they're also very, very involved too. They're letting, you know, Max and I kind of lead the charge on what we think is important, but helping with the the details and yeah. whatnot. So we got we got a good team behind us for sure. I'm very lucky. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. yeah. So you and Max, are you having a wedding party? We are. I know you okay. hate it, but okay, wait, but <laughs> let me tell you. <laughs> always open to it. <laughs> but let, let me tell you my thoughts. And if you if you have been reading any of my say yes to the Betch emails over the past ah. few months for the for the <laughs> listeners out there, you will not be surprised by this answer is like I my my wedding party, my bridal party, I have said to them from day one, all you have to do is show up on my wedding mm. day ready to have a good time. Like you're gonna get That's your hair and I makeup ask. done with me. It's my treat. Like just show up and I ask them just to wear like a cool black dress. So nothing crazy. Did you have to approve the black dress before? I mean, I'm having them all send them to me just to make sure that like no one's wearing the same dress. But like my friends are awesome. They have incredible style. So like it's not like someone's going to show up in something that I'm just going to be like, oh God. like. That's <laughs> <laughs> but like really that. like I'm not, you know, I'm not putting them to work. They're my friends. They're not my employees. Okay. So right. they're just they're just there to have a good time, drink some mimosas with me, get our hair and makeup done. Like done. That's it. You know. And you've ordered food for the morning of, right? Oh yeah, we did. We have okay. breakfast and lunch coming in. So with the venue last week, that was big priority, making sure that they're fed. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you need. No one will go hungry at my wedding. I promise. Thank you. So much like, food. You have a no wedding idea. party is already hard enough. Just make sure they're fed. They are, and we'll there's going it. to be so much food at this wedding. You, it's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> I love this for you. Yeah. What's one of the things that you're looking forward to the most on your day? Oh, that's a good question. I think like the first look and the vows. We're doing mm. we're doing private vows actually. Private vows has become a thing. Yeah. I just that's really a thing now, and I, I dig it. I, I do too. It's funny because as a guest, I like hearing the vows. Like I'm like, oh my God, that's so cute. And like he's crying and like that's adorable. Yeah. <laughs> but like for myself, I'm kind of just like, I don't I don't want you guys to have this moment. Also, like I know myself, I'd be writing for an audience because that's uh, what I do for it's literally what I do valid. for a living. So yeah. like I'd be writing for them and being like, okay, I gotta make them laugh here. I got to like huh. lighten it up and I got to like vows then be make performative them exactly. if you have to do it in front of Ooh. Exactly. So, and like we're we're fairly private in that sense. Like okay. I want that to just be for us, yeah. Okay. How long did it take you to write your vows? I'm still writing. <laughs> <laughs> How long did it take Max to write his vows? He was so funny. He a few like two or so weeks ago, he like comes out of the shower and he's like looking at me. I'm like, "What?" And he's like, I just had a stream of consciousness and started writing my vows in the shower. And he was like, and I started to cry. Oh, it was really cute. He, and then he, he didn't show me what it said, but he like showed me his phone and it had like five paragraphs. Written. Oh, he, he yeah. He's, that's he's good. good. It just like, it came to him. I have mine kind of written in my head, but like. You've got I'm an also, outline. I have an outline. I also am my own worst critic. So like, and I'm a writer. I profession <laughs> to some okay. degree. Okay. So that. there's, you know, no no pressure here to just like write the best thing that I've ever written in, in my entire life. Yeah. And for those of you who are shy, there are services out there that will help you write your vows. Yeah. Chat GPT. No, I'm totally kidding. <laughs> not, not chat use, GPT. Not Please chat do not. GPT to write <laughs> Even though they might be really saucy, they might be actually perfect. Or they'll just be like, Robot. Really generic. <laughs> <laughs> Says, write, write a little bit, add a little bit more emotion. Say yeah. again with more feeling. Yeah. <laughs> so, interesting. Anything else that's like you're really excited about for the day or maybe your honeymoon? Um, I am very excited for the honeymoon. We're doing a mini moon and a honeymoon. Oh, where's um, your mini moon? So we're going to Bermuda right after the wedding, which we're based in New York mm. City. It's a two-hour flight. 
and we're getting married during her. Yeah, it's it's going to be great. Hurricane like, season, though. Well, it? Bermuda, it's hurricane season, but Bermuda doesn't get hit by hurricanes, knock on wood, 5,000 times over, which is why we kind of, I know, are you writing this down? <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> we ended up there because everywhere else we looked, it's like, oh, well, you know, hurricanes in the Caribbean and Labor Day weekend, totally. Um, and then we're doing Japan and Vietnam for our actual oh, honeymoon. I'm so pumped. Japan is so, so much goals for me right now. We have both been to Japan separately before we met Ugh. each other and we're both obsessed with it and it's just the best place ever. So we're very How long excited. to stay in Japan? We'll be there about six days, seven days, about a week. Solid. Okay. And then we're going to Vietnam for a week. We're going to this hotel that Max is absolutely obsessed with and I will talk about incessantly. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's it's going to so be funny. great. Yeah. One of my couples and now a good friend of mine just went to Japan and they stayed like three weeks and he's like, Fallon, you've got to come here. It's incredible. And it's, so, it really it's incredible. Is. And it's funny. His wife left him. She was like, you know what? You're having so much fun. I'm going back to work. Okay. You keep staying. He stayed a whole another week. Honestly, he was that's taking, incredible. <laughs> he was taking Ikebana style, like floral styling classes, made I some Japanese that. friends. Like he was living his life. He's like, Fallon, this is the place. It is the best place. I went by myself there. I did a solo oh. trip. How was it reading? Okay. This is, we're getting off topic, but yeah, I was like, well, you got to fill me in because I want to go in. solo, but I'm like, will I be able to read the signs? It was signs? the best. It was the best okay. thing I ever did. I, we'll, we'll chat. We'll chat okay, after. Cool. Yeah, I got you. And by the way, shameless other plug though, for anyone else out there planning their honeymoon, go listen to the episode I did last year on Betches Brides. I explained mm. how to use points and miles for your honeymoon. We booked pretty much our entire honeymoon using points. So I'm like, yeah, we're flying business class the whole way, staying in all these nice hotels. And like, it's, it's going to be great. So yeah, go, uh, shameless plug go listen you'll, you'll thank me later for it we also did an episode that talked about like booking your vendors on really good credit cards so you could use those points to book travel so it's like listen to all the episodes about booking and travel definitely <laughs> definitely know a thing or two about that one when it comes to the plant-based eating debate there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. What I love about Shopify is basically how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. I know we use Shopify here at Betches, and honestly, anyone with any kind of business could really benefit from Shopify. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash betches, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash betches now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash betches. So you came to us with an idea. I did. I did. I I, I popped in a Slack channel the other day because I work here. And I was <laughs> like, hey, guys. 
Hey. It's like, hey guys, I, I have an idea. You and Max have these stream of consciousness. I know we really I do. do. That's, what, that's, what, <laughs> that's why you're, you're, you're great together. We work very well <laughs> together. So I, I had this idea pop up and, and it's something that has kind of, you know, been on my mind, especially a month out from the wedding. It's something mm-hmm. that I hear from all the time from friends of mine who are getting married, have been married, whatever. And we know like, you know, so many of you guys out there listening have messaged us on Instagram or, you know, responded mm-hmm. to one of our emails just talking about like, quite frankly, the pressure the brides are under. And I really think that it's like worth a conversation because I don't think that there's a bride out there who has not kind of felt that that mounting pressure, especially mm. as like the day nears. And what really got me thinking, and this is, I guess, sort of a spoiler alert, even though neither of us have seen the Barbie movie, but this Sorry, relates guys. to the Barbie movie. So <laughs> spoilers ahead, proceed with caution. There's this viral clip going around of America Ferreira, who's incredible. And it's this monologue from the Barbie movie where she's talking about how impossible it is to be a woman. And it's kind of, you know, talks a lot about the damned if you do and damned if you don't type of things that all of us have really felt, you know, just existing, <laughs> whether mm-hmm. we're planning a wedding or not. Um, and it kind of just got me thinking just in terms of wedding planning, because, you know, one month out, what else am I thinking about right now? Mm -hmm. And I kind of wanted to just like, just chat and kind of give, you know, any brides that are going through all of these roller coasters of emotions, um, that validation of feeling like, oh my God, yeah, like that, that happened to me too. I love, I love. So there were some things that you listened to or you heard and I heard the I didn't I saw it I I don't think I heard it but I saw the some screen grabs of it in social when I go over there to the dark side of the world (laughs) it is the dark side (laughs) um and there were some specific points that kind of stood out to you that resonated with you as a bride Mm -hmm. and I'd love to kind of get more of your input there yeah so I'd love to read you all this quote it is literally impossible to be a woman You are so beautiful and so smart, and it kills me that you don't think that you're good enough. Like, we have to always be extraordinary, but somehow we're always doing it wrong. You have to be thin, but not too thin. And you can never say that you want to be thin. You have to say you want to be healthy, but you also have to be thin. You have to have money, but you can't ask for money because that's crass. You have to be a boss, but you can't be mean. You have to lead, but you can't squash other people's ideas. You're supposed to love being a mother, but don't talk about your kids all the damn time. You have to be a career woman, but also always be looking out for other people. You have to answer for men's bad behavior, which is insane. But if you point that out, you're accused of complaining. You're supposed to stay pretty for men, but not so pretty that you tempt them too much or that you threaten other women because you're supposed to be a part of the sisterhood, but always stand out and always be grateful. But never forget the system is rigged. So find a way to acknowledge that, but also always be grateful. You have to never get old, never be rude, never show off, never be selfish, never fall down, never fail, never show fear, never get out of line. It's too hard. It's too contradictory and nobody gives you a medal or says thank you. And it turns out, in fact, that not only are you doing everything wrong, but also everything is your fault. So based off of that, Sam... What were some of the things that stood out to you? So I think the first thing that kind of stood out to me was the quote about being, you have to be thin, but not too thin. And you can never say that you want to be thin. And sorry, one other shameless promo here, but go listen to (laughs) another. uh, We just did a whole episode on the concept of shedding for the wedding and all that that comes with it on on Diet Starts Tomorrow. But this one, I, I have... I have a lot of thoughts as as you yeah. may have surmised, but <laughs> you know, I think that there is this immense pressure that you want to look and feel your best for the wedding. And there's pressure to look a certain way. And in a lot of cases, you know, best unfortunately means very thin. You hear from, you know, you hear all these moms, oh, I was a hundred pounds on my wedding day. First of all, why do you know that? Like, why were you weighing mm-hmm. yourself on your wedding day? <laughs> Like, that's not what I'm going to be concerned with on my wedding day. But, um, you know, you you hear that a lot. And 
you also hear people the second you get engaged, it's like, oh, I got to lose weight for your wedding. And it's like, what? Like, what are you, what are you talking about? <laughs> but I think that then there's a little bit of a conundrum because at least this is how I have kind of, you know, seen things or witnessed things or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like if you, I think if you say that you want to lose a little bit of weight for your wedding because maybe you just haven't really been happy with the way that you look in the mirror and you got engaged and you're like, you know what? It's it, maybe it's time. Like, I don't mm-hmm. think there's anything wrong with that. But then if you're, you know, then people might say, oh, well, you don't love your body. But then on the flip side, if you say that you don't want to lose weight, people will think you don't really care about your wedding. So I think that there, there's kind of just like, there's no, there's no winning there and not for nothing too, but this is something I have seen as a, you know, proud mid-sized woman who, who loves her body, but it was actually really hard for me to find a lot of my, my bridal clothing, not my mm-hmm. dress itself, but like a lot of like outfits for a bachelorette, for a shower, for even rehearsal dinner. I'm still looking for an outfit because sizing has just been so, it's quite frankly, it's very limited and that's a whole yeah. other conversation for another day for sure. <laughs> but you know, the, that quote of like, you want to be thin, but not too thin. You can't say that you want to be thin. You want to be healthy, but you actually want to be thin. I feel like so many brides go through that mental yeah. gymnastics of how how do I navigate this? How do yeah. I look good for my wedding? How do I still, you know, live my life but and not go crazy and lock myself in my apartment and eat grilled chicken and broccoli <laughs> for a year? And, you know, I don't I don't think that's the answer either at all. So any any like thoughts on that? Have you had brides who have like confided in you, in you about that? Um, I mean, in transparency, not really. They mm-hmm. had just goals, but no one was losing drastic weight. Yeah. But everyone was just trying to get toned or look their best. Totally. And I was like, great. And even on wedding day, I was like, wow, you look spectacular. So, <laughs> so it's like they achieve their goals. Absolutely. <laughs> like, everyone always looks yeah. perfect. Everyone always looks spectacular. And, you know, to be totally you clear, like to obviously, exactly. I was can... just going to say, like, I am certainly not telling anyone what <laughs> to do here. It's more of like me commenting, I think, on yeah. on how I think a lot of brides kind of navigate all of that pressure of like, yeah. should I or shouldn't I? How do I still look and feel my best? If Max likes you as your midsize, then Max is going to love you at like just uh, do he you. He tells me every day, a hundred percent. So yeah. very, uh, very fortunate to have. Yeah a supportive partner, no matter what, you know, yeah. your size. And, and at the end of the day, your partner loves you no matter what they're going to exactly. marry you no matter what. Exactly. And they know what you looked like before you got engaged. They know that part. what you look like this morning, all of that. They're good. 100%. Good. They love all parts <laughs> of you. And that's, that's the important part for sure. Yeah. But there's definitely, you know, that pressure of, oh, you gotta, you gotta fit in a certain size. You gotta, you gotta look the best you've ever looked, but that's sometimes just not realistic or, ne- or necessary or, it's a whole, that's a whole thing. Yeah. Stay true to you. And I know the wedding planning process is just, it's already so stressful. So adding things to change your, your look is like, there's no need to put that added stress on you. Just focus, focus on the things you can truly control. And if you want to just eat healthier to be your best self, don't go on a weight loss journey for just for a wedding day. You need, just, you need that energy for all the uh, the planning and the other things that you exactly. Have to deal with, you're gonna so. you're gonna need to be eating a lot more than broccoli. So. Carbs are your friend. <laughs> oh yes, hundred percent. So yeah, have some fun. Yeah, it'll be fine. No, totally. So there there was another quote about you know we were talking about budget a little earlier. It's like you have to have money, but you can't ask for money. And you and I both know weddings. I, like, are I ask for money all expensive. the time. I was like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't. I was like, ah. Give it Hi, to me. Can I have some? <laughs> I'll take some more, please. Thank you very much. They're just weddings get so, you know, it's so crazy. Yeah. I think also I know quite well working in social media for a living how, you know, social media can kind of like taint our expectations for what our day is going to look like. Mm-hmm. And we want to be, it's the whole, you know, keeping up with the Joneses thing and you see what your friends have and whatnot. And I think every bride kind of goes through this to some degree of like, how how is my wedding going to look? And then, you know, feeling like you have to have this really unique, incredible, over-the-top wedding and every wedding is even more over-the-top than the next. And honestly, Mm. not for nothing. Same with bachelorette parties. Like that's, that's a whole other thing. 
I think those have gotten absolutely out of hand. I had mine. I was very, very upfront with my friends, like from day one, like I said before, like it's most important that you're there for my wedding day. Everything else is the cherry on top. For my bachelorette, we just went upstate. We rented a house. We sat by the pool. We went to a winery and had oysters and rosé and, you know, had a a chef come for dinner. It was, it was very laid back, very low key. But, you know, I really tried to be conscious of like, oh, we're, you know, we're not going to Vegas for a week and going to all these clubs, like just because I said so, like, you know, then there's also pressure on your friends that they have to say yes. Otherwise they're quote unquote, a bad friend, even if they Mm -hmm. can't afford it or they have something else going on. So there's, there's that whole thing too. And I, I don't know if you've ever talked about this on an episode. I listen to every episode, obviously. But like, I love you. Have you <laughs> I got you. Have you talked about registry stuff yet? I mean, I always suggest Zola just because I like the fact that if people buy you multiple things, you can trade it in for cash, which is lovely. Um, and they, as we also as like a I love cold hard cash. Also, it's like a pro <laughs> Delta. They also have Delta gift certificates on there. So I'm like, Ooh. oh, I didn't know that. That's, That's a good sassy. one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. That's a really good one. It's interesting that you say that, though, because one of the things I was going to bring up was, you know, you you have this concept of a registry where this is going to be a hot take. And I know you like the, the spicy <laughs> hot take. So here we go. You ready? Like with these registries that have, you know, been a, a bridal tradition for God knows how many years at this point. Yeah. It's normal to ask for gifts for a house that you likely don't live in <laughs> because <laughs> we're millennials and yeah. we're not getting houses anytime soon. <laughs> and you might use these things in five years, but you know, then if you ask for money for things that you actually want or need right now, whether that's honeymoon or beauty funds, because you know, those facials aren't going to do themselves or even a a down payment on a house, it's tacky. And like, Hmm. that's kind of what this quote from Barbie was saying of like, you have to have something like you have to have money, but you can't ask for money. And if you ask for money, that's crass. And I feel like that's kind of the pickle that a lot of brides find themselves in Hmm. is how, like, how, how do I pull this off and what is actually okay to ask for? Yeah. And I don't, I mean, also like, obviously I'm so, grateful for anyone who has gotten us anything from the registry. I just had my bridal shower this weekend and it was lovely and perfect. And, and, you know, I I really am obviously so grateful for anything that anyone wants to give us. But the whole like concept of that is kind of like, well, I'd rather have that for, I don't know, something else. Like I don't, I don't really need a new vacuum. (laughs) (laughs) I, I hear you. And there are some registries that are for cash. So question for you, do you think that that's, do you think that's tacky? I've heard I've heard both sides. Um, I think it just depends on the person, in all honesty. And yeah. it depends on your crowd. Like, know your audience. Totally. And at the end of the day, people generally are going to give you... If you have no registry, they're just going to give you cash yeah. at the wedding. Or sometimes they send a gift that, like... You really yeah. don't want. So yeah. you might as well do a registry on <laughs> Zola so you can turn it into cash when they send you the KitchenAid yep. and you already have exactly. one. <laughs> so it's tricky to navigate. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So there was another quote, and this one really, really got me thinking. There, there, There's two more quotes. These end two got me thinking a lot. Mm. So one of the ones was, you have to lead, but you can't squash people's ideas. 
I love, I, I squash, I squash their ideas all the time. <laughs> I mean, I squash my own ideas all the time Literally. too. I squash my own ideas and I, I'm like, yeah, I, I was not seeing baby's breath, but it's not, it's not happening. <laughs> What's interesting to me and I hope, I hope that other brides can relate to this is, you know, I've, I've definitely felt pressure from, you know, social media or movies or I, I don't know, whatever it is to feel like I have had, I have needed to have my day, my wedding day planned out since I was like five years old. Mm. And I, like I mentioned before, like I was just never one of those people. I didn't talk to boys until like after college. So. Yeah. You know, I wasn't one of those girls that like grew up like Disney princess, whatever. And at least like in my experience, I kind of felt like the second that we got engaged, it was, oh, do you have a date yet? Oh, do you have a venue booked yet? Oh, do you have the registry <laughs> yet? And kind of feeling, and you know, full disclosure, this this could have just been a me thing that I was internalizing a bit, but I I felt this pressure to like have answers to everything within like yeah. days of getting engaged. Do you get that from from your brides? I mean, I when I tell my clients cuz they all they come to me and they're like, yeah. They feel so much pressure. They're like, "Oh my god, everyone's asking us questions." Right. So I was like, "Well, tell them to stop. <laughs> like, <laughs> Just shut up. <laughs> they, they, they're not that they, we got this. Like yeah. once the save the date goes out, they'll have all the information that they need. Once the invitation goes out, they'll know exactly yep. what time to show up. So it's like setting the expectations of what you want it to be. So having the conversations with your friends, your family or anyone like, Hey, when is this? I have no idea. When are you going to work on that soon? Yep. I think it, I think that's so fair. I was I was actually talking about this with, with a bunch of girls from Betches a little earlier today, and a lot of us who are either engaged or or have been married were saying, you know, within like a week we were getting pressure of like everyone's like, when are you booking your venue? N not today or tomorrow. Like <laughs> the insurance ink has not dried yet for us to have a conversation. So I agree. There's like unnecessary pressure, but it's really just saying like. Guys, I'm not there yet. Yeah. I'm not there yet. And standing in that and being okay. <laughs> I wish I wish someone had told me that tip a year and a half ago. Not not that I necessarily rushed in, into anything at all. I'm, I'm very happy with all my vendors, yeah. but you know, you, there's definitely this expectation at least I felt of like, oh, you have every detail planned out already and it's been 48 hours. And so I I even had a vendor who came on site yesterday and she was like, have you been watching the weather? Is the thing going to be here? I was like, girl, the way. Nothing you can do. The, there is so much nothing that yep. we cannot do. Yep. And I don't need that stress right now, sis. Like, and that's why you have, have a, a rain seat. plan. <laughs> exactly. And I was like, we have a plan. Yep. Type cannot down. control, cannot <laughs> control the weather. At all. I was like, there's nope. so many things we cannot control throughout this planning process. You can only take it one step at a time and take it one problem at a time. So don't ask me nothing. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a it's such a hard concept relinquishing control, especially yeah. for someone like myself who every speech at my bridal shower this weekend was, oh yeah, Sam is so bossy. Ah. And I'm like, well, you know, I, I like things done a certain way. But yeah. you know, not for nothing too, though. Like to that point, I think that, you know, you're kind of expected to have this vision and this unique point of view because people are asking you well, what are you doing for this? What are you doing for that? What, mm. are you doing? what do you want to do about that? But then when you stand your ground, you're labeled a bridezilla. Mm. People are really, really quick to throw around the term bridezilla Yeah, when a lot of brides are just trying to figure it out. I think you, you said, I was listening to an episode this morning where you're like, you know, you've never, most brides have never planned a wedding before. So they're not really experts on figuring no all these things out and they're kind of just all. winging it and, and <laughs> hoping for the best. But, and I think a lot of this is the stress of even just working in the wedding industry and having your subconscious thinking, the, your, what you said earlier, your mental gymnastics, all of the thoughts that go into your mind and all of the, the layers of critiques that you give yourself just on a regular day-to-day -day basis, add the pressure of now planning one event that is supposed to be on quote unquote, the most important day of your life where you're inviting a hundred plus people to dine that, to feed them, to have drink, to give them the experience of a lifetime is what your, your mission generally is ever. 
I had a client said, this is the wedding of the year to me today. And I was like, is it? I love that for you. It better be. Great. Let's give it a shot. So it's like, add that along with your subconscious, your, your traumas, all the unhealed childhood, whatever's you are setting yourself up for a recipe of disaster. So don't ever call someone a bridezilla until you know exactly what they are going through and what they're experiencing. Absolutely. I think also like, you know, you're, you're told, oh, it's your day, do whatever you want. And admittedly, I'm having a very guest centric wedding. Yeah. I was like, is it really your day? Like in theory, (laughs) in theory, it's your day. You get to, you know, wear what you want and pick the menu and the music and, and, you know, all those, those details. But like, let's be real. There, there are people that have their opinions and every single guest or every single bride that I know has gone through that. And that's not in, in any type of like shade towards any person. It's, it's more of just that, like, Mm-hmm. You know, you you have to factor in other people and and their needs and their wants, which is all part of the whole experience. But I do think that there's a misconception that, you know, when you're first engaged, it's, you're told, oh, it's your day. Do whatever you want. But like that doesn't really happen. But take into the account the dietary restrictions of your guests, please. Right. <laughs> right. And then it's also like you're worried that someone will be disappointed if you don't make the right decision. Oh, my God. So and that's the so, worst. It's it's again. It's that it's that mental gymnastics again. The so, only person you don't want to disappoint is yourself, right? And your and your fiance. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you're always going to disappoint someone. As long as I never disappoint myself, I'm okay. Yeah, yeah. It's I I feel don't you. Don't sacrifice on that. your values. Don't sacrifice no, your boundaries. No, no, no. Don't sacrifice anything. Co-sign that. Very strong co-sign okay. that. But mm-hmm. I'm okay. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes I guess you got to squash other people. Sometimes. That that part. It's like, you know what? I'm going to have to tell you all that you cannot come. Yeah. To the and wedding. you know what? I, I, I am sure I've been called a bridezilla, you oh, know, 100%. by someone at one time because I felt strongly about something. But that's their opinion of you too. It's like, they're saying that your bridezilla has nothing to physically do with you. Totally. And I'm certainly not telling people to show up in a white formal dress. That part. Not a non-bridal formal dress. That's yeah. a little, uh, little next level. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, you know, there, but there her, have been. She's having a great time. Like she, if that's totally. her jam, I'm like, sis, rock on. You good gotta, luck with that. You got to <laughs> do what's good for you. And, and yeah, exactly. If you have something that you want to, you know, stand up for, I think it's really important to stand up for that, especially right. if it's a non-negotiable. A hundred percent. So make them very clear on the front end. And I think we've even said this on another episode, identify what your intention is and what your true North is for having this event. So that way when you're making decisions or when you're even just having general conversations with people, like, is this an alignment? (laughs) Is this going closer to the day that I've envisioned and the day that I want to feel? Is there synergy here? (laughs) So another, another quote here that, that stuck out to me and this is a whole a whole thing here is quote unquote you have to answer for men's bad behavior but if you point that out you're accused of complaining i, I actually i wrote um i wrote a newsletter about this a few weeks ago about the concept of like defaulting to the bride of you know vendors or or you know acquaintances or whoever it is people that might not even be invited to the wedding and just asking Oh, Sam, like what what's up with that? Like how's how's planning? Like only asking the bride, not asking the groom, you know, oh, are you excited? We know, we know brides hate that question. Oh, are you excited? Yeah, I'm excited, but I'm also stressed. <laughs> and I think that there's obviously a trope that a lot of men or grooms or or whoever it is don't help plan. And they quote unquote just show up and it's like, oh yeah, just tell me where and when and I'll be there. I am very, very fortunate and lucky that Max is very involved. It's his day as much as it is my day. Yeah, he doesn't really care about like the flowers, but like he's been emailing with the band. He's been like figuring out what we want to have on the menu and all of these, all of these little things. But also at the same time, I don't really think that I should be considered lucky in that sense of like, why would it just be my responsibility? anyway. Like this is our shared, Mm -hmm. this is your shared day with your partner. Like your partner should be as involved as, as you are, uh, or you're splitting, you know, the, the thing and, or, you know, you're dividing tasks or whatever it is. Um, we are also very, you know, 
fortunate and lucky that we have an amazing planner, Lori, shout out. (laughs) She's awesome. Um, But, you know, splitting just like we still have to think. (laughs) We still have to make the final call. We still have to make the final decisions. We're not just showing up being like, oh, we didn't we didn't know anything here was happening. Like we still (laughs) want it to feel like to feel like us. And she kind of just helps us execute. But that. that whole trope really just rubs me the wrong way. And again, if you're a bride that you want to take full control and you want to take the reins and you want your fiance to just step back, more power to you. There's Mm. absolutely nothing wrong with. But I think that for brides who are really struggling with juggling all of these expectations and then they, you know, ask for help. I've heard this so many times. And then, you know, they say that they're stressed, they're overwhelmed. And then, you know, they're told, oh, but like, this is supposed to be the happiest time of your life. Like you're engaged. This is so great. Like, why are you stressed? And it just kind of is like, well, thanks for, thanks for nothing. Yeah. Because then you're accused of complaining and not being grateful of this exciting time in your life. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The stress of it generally comes from a lack of delegating. Which I'm terrible at, admittedly. Yeah, and I'm like, (laughs) that's usually why the quote-unquote bride is the one always planning it because they rarely know how to ask for help. And it does end up all on them. And it's like, especially if you don't have a planner, like working with a planner, it's, I think it's completely different. Um, cause generally you're doing just a little, a little bit of the work. <laughs> it's like, right. <laughs> it's like the vendors, kind of, like, you know, your planner is generally doing all the sourcing mm-hmm. and, and navigating mm-hmm. some conversations. And we're just asking you, what song do you want to dance to? Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. and then can you please do this guest list? <laughs> right. <laughs> so <laughs> that's where we're at, fortunately. Yeah. But so I, was I, like, that, I hear you. Yeah. Working with our clients, it's like, I definitely see generally the, the bride part partner, um, is usually like focusing more on the delicate details, the mm-hmm. typesetting, the florals. Like yeah. we have really robust design conversations of like, yeah. what is this going to look like and feel like just because traditionally right. the bride mind is yeah. just a little bit more focused on, oh, this yeah. is going to be, how's this feeling? Yeah. And then our, the quote unquote groom portion or groom partner is really focused on like, okay, the sound, music, more of, more of the logistical yeah, things. So having the your team, but maybe the, maybe the positions are swapped sometimes. And it's really just having that conversation on the front end of like, where do our skill sets lie and which one do we want to take on? Cause I do have a couple of partners where it's like my bride is more focused on like, what's the sound going to be? The lighting is really important to me. And I was like, all right, girl, I dig that. So it's, it's really understanding who's better at which one dividing, conquering, and like having that clear discussion of like, Let's let's take it this way. I, I love that. I, I really love that. What's your advice for brides who are, let's say, not good at delegating? Mm. How how do you think they can delegate better and like loosen control a little bit? We definitely did an episode on this where we talked about I delegate some of the things that you wouldn't mm. I don't want to say you don't care about the outcome, but care that a you wouldn't less. you care a little less. Yeah. But I also think there's a little deep diving that goes into why why is this event so important to you? What's the control coming from? Mm-hmm. And what mm-hmm. would be the worst thing that could happen if you delegated a little bit more? Yeah. Yeah. Like you got to take some things off your plate at some Correct. point. Correct. Exactly. Because then you're you're going to fall into all these other stress pitfalls of like, now I need to control my weight and now I need to do all these other. And it's like, it's just going to keep piling up and you're going to keep making wild lists of the things you need to fix about yourself and about the event when there needs to be a little bit of a therapy session to identify why are you like that? Yeah. Yeah. I am a big, big proponent brides <laughs> to go, <laughs> go to therapy and, 100%. and just really like take care of yourselves. Like there's yes. so, there's so much happening. So it's so important to just like look after your mental health and, and yeah. lean on your support system. And, you know, I'm, I'm very, I'm very grateful for mine. And I, I hope yeah. that all brides have, have that. 
Um, but I know that's not always the case. So it's, it can be tricky to navigate. Um, and also which just actually, feel yeah. your, like feel your feelings. Like I think a lot of us, especially myself as a, the, the planner portion of this, it's like a lot of times I can't really be sad. I can't like, I can't really cry that often. I can't be, I definitely can't be rude, but I don't plan to be rude. <laughs> it's like, but I can't, I can't have a bad day because I need to be my best self for other people's special day. So it's like, we're always in a space. Right, like of, you got to put on that smiley face. No I got to smile. Oh, I yeah. got to show up. It's their day. It's not about me, but it's also finding the space and the time to really feel all the things that hurt you and all the feelings that are, as you're going through, you can be, you can also be grateful, but you can also have a day where you're like, right now I'm feeling delightfully disappointed. <laughs> Honestly, I'm I'm laughing that you said that because that was the last quote that I was going to pick out here was that this is a this is from the movie of quote unquote always stand out and always be grateful. You never you have to never get old, never be rude, never show off, never be selfish, never fall down, never fail, never show fear, never get out of line. I think that like was so well said and I think so mm-hmm. relevant to so many brides because you know, you can't ever, you can't ever really show that like, oh my God, I'm just feeling overwhelmed or I'm feeling upset or I'm feeling frustrated or whatever. And, you know, you're, you're always kind of told that you're supposed to acknowledge how lucky and grateful you are because yes, as, as you say all the time, you know, having a wedding is a privilege and it undoubtedly is. And like I've been saying throughout this entire podcast, I am obviously so, so, so excited. (laughs) I'm so yeah. grateful and lucky for all of the, you know, resources and support and and whatnot that I've had. You can also be unhappy. You can also be afraid. You can also be all these other things. Yeah. Just because it's complicated. You feel, yeah. And just because you feel one thing one day doesn't mean you won't feel grateful the next day. And you can be grateful for breath and you can be grateful for like I'm grateful for my legs that walk and I'm grateful for hands that can type and my brain that operates. But at some days I feel sad disappointed, angry, (laughs) you know, it's like, and just acknowledging that. And a lot of times I think we're told to push it down and, and like put confetti on top of it. And it's like, sometimes you just need to blow that confetti up and then feel all the yuck that's underneath it. And that's okay. It's so, it's so important. I think there's such an expectation on brides to just like flawlessly balance all of Mm. these things all the time. And like speaking, you know, my own personal experience here, I work full time here at Betches. I'm also in school part time getting my MBA and getting married in a month. Yeah. And, you know, like I like I said, I have an absolutely fantastic support system. We have a planner for this exact reason because I have mm-hmm. so much going on. And I've said from day one, I only know what I know. Like I need yep. I need her to, you know, help me out. I can tell her the florals that I like, but like I don't know how to get them there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, you know, but but I do think that there is this expectation that it's like you get engaged and you have to start planning this wedding and you kind of have to like flawlessly build this whole other thing into your life that you have no idea how to navigate. It's yeah. very time consuming. It's very exciting, but it's very, it can be very stressful at, at various points. And it's expensive. And you're kind, yeah. And it's, it, and that's a huge, a huge part of it too. And you're kind yeah. of just like expected to like, just kind of, oh yeah, it's all, it's all good. Like a, yeah. it's a walk, it's a walk in the park and then not even, not for nothing too, but like then also including balancing your actual relationship, your friendships, mm-hmm. other commitments that you have, you just got this huge thing thrown, literally thrown on your plate and you kind of have to just run with it. Yeah. <laughs> and then sit there and be like, I'm so grateful. <laughs> and even even now I'm doing that too, you know. It's yeah. it, that's it's so real. And I am I am grateful. I am excited, but yeah. it's a real thing to I think feel feel stressed and hopefully I'm I'm not just 100%. saying this into the void. I hope, no. hope any bride listening is is nodding her head in agreement right now. Yeah. Yeah. No, all of us all of us have to show up and show out. Um but at the same time we can still feel like this is not our best day and I can't wait to go to a place and feel what I want to feel right now. Yeah. Do you have advice for brides who are just feeling a little stressed, feeling a little overwhelmed. Acknowledge it. Recognize it. Write down exactly how you're feeling and why you're feeling that. And you'll probably find your answer 
not probably, your answer is within you and you know what you, the usual problem is you have expectations from people that you haven't voiced and you're expecting them to do something that they don't know that you want them to do. And it's rarely communicated. It's communication is usually the number one problem in going through this. You have not made it clear about what you're looking for from your partner. You haven't made it clear what you're looking for from your family. If people are asking you too many questions, you're usually not telling them that you're annoyed with them and you want them to stop. So it's like set the expectations, set boundaries, make stick to your boundaries, make it extremely clear how you want to be treated and let people know when they're not doing that for you. Yeah. Very, very, very well said. I think all brides can kind of, uh, yeah. take, and grooms, any, anyone, Anybody. Planning, anyone planning Nearly a wedding, wed, planning <laughs> partners, all the people planning a wedding, take, but even just people in general, it's like, Oh yeah. I, I think I said this the other day. I was like, you know, I feel so alone today. It's like, yeah. and I was like, why? It's because I feel like I'm the only one doing everything. Okay. Well, how can you solve that? Let's ask right. someone else to do some other things for you. Cool. Right. Let's make a list of the things I want other people to do. Yeah. So it's really getting clear on all of these problems start with how, how did I get myself here? We are the mm-hmm. only ones responsible for what we are experiencing. It's just no one else's fault that you feel a certain way. Yeah. You can only control your feelings. So dig yeah. deep, figure out why you're feeling that, and then say, I'm going to fix it because I no longer want to feel this way. And I'm the only one that can fix it. No, you're you're so you're so spot on. I'm I'm laughing. I feel like this is an episode of Betch's Brides oversharing. Diet starts tomorrow. We're just we're bringing the band back together here, you guys. I so. mean, it's like this is this is a journey. So yeah, tread lightly. It is. It's like it really is. Yeah, it's not going to be fun. As as I know, people tell you that it's it's going to be interesting. It's so worth it. I'm I'm believing every single person that says in what, uh, literally a month to the day tomorrow yeah. while we're recording. By the time this comes out, it'll be a little less than a month. Yeah. And I am uh, trusting everyone that says it's You're birthing it's a baby. Oh my God, it's, seriously. It's like, I think a it's, year and a half long baby. It's a, it's a long baby, but like this weekend now, I'm like, <laughs> I'm in labor right now. I'm having yeah. contractions and I'm ready to birth <laughs> this baby. But as you're going through it, it's like you're having your checkups and you're yeah. Planning a wedding is a, the mm-hmm. analogy can really run. This is like having a baby. Yep, it's a it's a marathon, <laughs> not a sprint, too. And I'm not, I'm not even a runner, so <laughs> no, I'm okay. <laughs> yeah, right. I'll I'll stay I'll stay seated over here. I'll stay but, seated. Uh, yeah, take take care of yourselves, you guys. It's there's there's yeah. a lot happening. I'm right there with you. <laughs> so uh, the best the best is yet to come. Always, yes. you're gonna birth the baby. It's gonna be fabulous. Yeah, gotta name it. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I really want to jump into some unpopular opinions, which is a game that love is them. kind of Love fun. them. Live for them. Because <laughs> you know I love the hot takes. You know I, I, I love, love the unpopular opinions. I live for an unpopular People might opinion. hate me for these, but whatever. Uh, they can hate you. That's their thought yeah. about you. As long as you're good, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> so in the past, we've normally asked what you think about our unpopular opinions. But today, I wanted to shake it up a bit. Yesterday, we opened up our DMs to hear your unpopular opinions. So my producer, we love you, has, yeah, predi- we do. Ha- <laughs> has picked out a few spicy ones. And Sam and I will say if we agree or disagree. So let's get our first unpopular opinion. All right. So this is one hot off the press. Guests should check in at weddings. If your name isn't on the list, you'll be turned away. Huh? I'm sorry, but that is one of the most ridiculous things I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. Are you a celebrity? (laughs) Right. I mean, if you're concerned about a few people showing up, then like, sure, I guess. But like what, you're going to have a line outside of your venue, like getting into TSA? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm definitely, I don't think this is also an inviting situation. It makes me feel like I'm at the doctor's office. Like, hi, your appointment is at six o'clock ceremony. It doesn't flow. And it's yeah. also, are you expecting that to happen? Right. Th- right. That's my thing is like, is there a world in which you think people are coming that aren't on the list? Right. Like, why, why should anyone be checking in? You know that, that they're supposed like, to be there. They're on your seating chart. <laughs> exactly. So that's an, in, I, please do not do that. That, that that's not a, sorry, sorry to the person a, that submitted that, but don't do that unless you think there's a reason for it. And that would really just be if you have security or if you have, yeah, yeah. if you, cause I have a celebrity client now and we are checking in guests at the wedding. Ooh, that's cool. 
Will you tell me who it is later? Yes. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, <laughs> yes. But it's, yeah, it really is understanding who is the audience, who's coming. And also there's a beautiful way to do it. It's all about how you do it. Don't have a bouncer person there at the door or even an, an angry, you know, New York style RSVP kind of chick at the door is like, you're not on the list. Like yeah. that, like, and like make New it York's cute. hottest club. Exactly. Sam's wedding. And like, I'm not, I'm not going to get into this party. Look at her. Like, yeah. <laughs> so she's giving me the evil eye already. Don't do this for a regular wedding. If you're a celebrity listening, I, I could see why. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but also invite us too. <laughs> that part. I was like, who's, who's we'll be coming? There. We're a good time. Exactly. <laughs> if you think this is going to happen, just have really great staff on so that when guests are in the reception room or finding their seats to the table, when we do seating for receptions, we do place cards. So there's a, each seat is identified by a name. It's not just there's open seating. I was listening to you talk about that literally this morning. I love a you place talk, card. But doesn't that add so much more? No. Really? I want to be told exactly what to do as a guest. Same. I just want to be told what to do like all the time at this point. <laughs> like someone just tell me. I don't want to think anymore. <laughs> Honey, I was like thinking about what to eat every day is just overwhelming. Right. All right. <laughs> I want to dance with somebody is not on my do not playlist. Is not on her do not playlist. So, so it's on her playlist. It's on the playlist. That's an interesting weirdly way to phrase it. Weirdly worded, but yeah. got it. Uh, no, no, no. I just, I don't like any, I don't like anything cheesy. I don't like the when cheesy bridal Whitney stuff. When was Houston ever cheesy? Well... <laughs> I'm sorry. She's obviously not. I just mean in these like classic like wedding songs. I'm definitely, I definitely have to have this on my playlist. Okay. I I support that. No, I I fully support it. I just like, I don't. I'm a little older too. I'm like, this is is definitely happening. You're not a day over 21, Fallon. Oh, I am. What's on your do night playlist? Um, a lot. Okay. <laughs> Ma- Honestly, Max has it all. Max would be living for this right now because he has a full list of, of every song that we, we don't want to play. And like, we have yeah. a band too. Like we don't, we don't have a DJ that like has a very specific playlist. That's like good. our band is just like feeling the vibe. Like they, they know the vibe. I like, know the vibe. You gotta trust the music. Like trust people that even if they didn't have any list from you, it would still be fire. Exactly. Like yeah. it was more of like we were like, these are like maybe like a handful of songs we absolutely don't want. We are doing Shout as the last song. Okay. Because he loves Shout. And then that's yeah, gonna bleed I, into definitely. the after party. That would be on my do not playlist. Sorry. Oh, really? I love you. <laughs> <laughs> that's a hot take right there. I know. I I was like, Max. Mm, unpopular opinions. <laughs> All right, skipping first dances. Uh, ooh, that's a good one. I mean, I have two left feet. So like I get why you'd want to do mm-hmm. it because or why you'd want to skip it because why do you want to dance in front of everyone you know if you're not like a dancer? The concept to me is weird. But at the same time, yeah. like I do kind of think it's cute. We took a dance lesson with Maya Move. She's awesome. Shout out to her. She did an episode with us back in the day. And she was so helpful. Like we learned how to do four moves and just like stand there Sold. holding each other without looking awkward. So like Done. there is a way to do it without feeling like you're, you know, like you have two left feet. Hopefully the f- the footage remains to be seen. So <laughs> this wedding I have on Saturday, they, we had a call a few weeks ago and they were like, yeah, so we've decided we're not going to do the first dance. I was like, no, you haven't decided that you're doing the first dance. I just dance. feel like you'd regret <laughs> it if you didn't do it. I a hundred, like that, you took the words out of my mouth. I was like, yeah, if you don't do that, and I also said, think about all the COVID couples who weren't able to have yeah, first dances. So I was true. like, think of them. Okay? So true. I saw a really nice TikTok a few months ago about at some this wedding. woman who opened the, yeah, the first you saw yep, that one. I it was did. So, I was like, that was so sweet. It was really sweet. It's, you know, I know I said I don't like the cheesy bridal things and wedding things and whatnot, but the first dance is, uh-huh. it's a nice moment. It's a minute and a half of your life. I am a huge cornball. Like Are I you? am like, I'm going <laughs> to lean into the corny, the tchotchkes, the kitschy. Like I, some of it, I'm like, this actually is cute. Like, yeah. and I'm going to have fun with this. And it's like, I don't care what anyone says. They can, they can talk bad about me, but I am doing this because I feel good about it. Like, are you a garter toss or bouquet toss? Oh, a hundred percent not. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely not. <laughs> oh my God. No. A garter toss is so, it's so inappropriate in so many ways. It's so weird. I I actually don't think I've ever been to a wedding that had either of them. Like, I think they kind of just happen in movies now. No, black people no? still do it. It's a thing. Yep. 
it's a thing and they have songs for them oh, and the thing the, what happens is the girl who catches the bouquet yeah and the guy who catches the garter they then he then has to put the garter on her what so it literally becomes no. to me i'm like it's like a whole like and this was like maybe i don't, I don't think i've done a wedding like this in maybe a, two years and i was like you know what i'm never doing this again it's so that inappropriate wild. it's a wild it's div divinely inappropriate in my opinion. It's your day. It's your wedding. If you like it, I love it. Go for it. But I'm I'm going to pass grandma, on that for me. I'm going to pass on using yeah. a, my mouth yeah. or anyone's mouth to put a piece of fabric on someone else's <laughs> leg that I've never met. Like, count. I cannot think of anything worse. Worse. Like, uh, actually, I can. Actually. The food doesn't need to be amazing is our next unpopular opinion. They will eat again tomorrow. The food does not need to be amazing. They will eat again tomorrow. Then why are you even having dinner? <laughs> I, I have to tell you food? that that Sam Sam Bush, who who runs our bride's Instagram account, sent that to me earlier. Because she what? Was just, so I did get a sneak preview of that one, which I know is not totally fair here. But um, yeah, I saw that and I was genuinely flabbergasted. Again, no offense to this listener or or follower, but like you have to feed your guests and. Fallon, tell me if you agree with this, but like the the food and the music, like those are the two things that your guests are really going to remember. They're not going to remember your cocktail napkins that had your little monogram nope. on it. They're going to be like, the food was amazing and we didn't leave the dance floor all night that because part. The, the band or the DJ was so fun. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, they'll eat tomorrow, but like, what, so you're just never going to have a good meal in your that life part. ever? Like, I don't know. My life revolves around food. Like we picked our venue because they have good food. So that to that me, it's just like, this is huge. Is major. Mind is blown. I mean, major. it doesn't have to be Michelin rated, but it no, needs but to like, be good enough quality. that like they're enjoying themselves. They're going out of their way to celebrate you. The least you can do is like feed them, feed well. them well, like make sure that they are also having a good time and not yeah. starving like that part. I can't believe that's even up for debate. I, I please feed them. Well, don't just feed them, feed them. Well, I beg. Thank you. <laughs> okay, last but not least, the sweetheart table is so cringe. Ooh, I have to tell you something. What? We're doing a sweetheart table. Oh. Do you like that? I can't tell if that was I a mean, good O or a bad no. O. I mean, you know, you're You don't like now. that. You don't like that. You're trying to hide I'm it not so a, Yeah, I'm not a sweetheart table kind of chick. Why is that? If we're merging families, why are you two sitting separate from everyone else? So who do you think we should be sitting with? Everyone. What do you, who, who's everyone? We have 180 guests. If you have a wedding party, sit with them. Yeah, but like there's some people that aren't part of my bridal party that I'm still good friends with who are friends with other people in my bridal party. But and they're I not in the them. wedding party. Yeah, but like. Sit with the wedding party. But also, see, that's what's <laughs> interesting because you don't like the wedding parties. That, and and that's to me, why the I'm wedding like, mm -hmm. <laughs> but then, but like, to me, I'm like, my wedding party, my bridal party is really just there to, like, like I said, hair and makeup, drink mimosas, you know, take photos and walk down the aisle and call it a day. Like, that's it. Mm -hmm. Like, in theory, yeah, I want to be with all of them. But then that's, like, a huge table because then their significant others are there, too. Like, how do you just, like, I have nine bridesmaids. Then I would, oh, my God, sorry. Yeah. Um, then I would. <laughs> well, th three are family. One sister, two cousins, so. In that case, and also keep in mind the time that you're physically eating is generally about an hour and a half. So if you've got too large of a wedding party, I would sit with your family. So mm. I would make it a family table, like both sets of parents and maybe your siblings. Yeah, but then the grandparents, it's a whole thing. I don't know. Sit <laughs> the grandparents at the next table. Have them host their own table. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I like the sweetheart. You're just like. You want to have that like little moment, I think, of like just the two of you, even though everyone's like, oh, you're not going to eat on your wedding day. You're never going to eat. I'm going to have you up the entire time. I need to come <laughs> back on this podcast after my wedding and report back if I ate because Max and I are like, no, we're eating. The food's going to be amazing. You will because you get served first. Yeah. But like, I want to yeah. eat. Like, let me eat in peace. Then meet me on the dance floor. Let's drink. Like, but your nerves we'll, we'll are also so crazy. You're really probably not even going to be that hungry. Yeah, that's so the fair. food will look good, but you're like, uh. I mean, I better be hungry. We're having we're having a sushi bar. I want that sushi. I always tell everyone to have your caterer pack you up everything. Yes, 
Yeah. They're bringing us up stuff from the cocktail hour right after the ceremony. Yeah. Because you're going to probably eat it as soon as you get into your, your hotel room. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Devour. Mm-hmm. Cannot wait. So. Yeah, oh, my I'll, days. I'll, I'll stick to my sweetheart table. I'm sorry, Fallon. <laughs> you like it. I love I'll it, honey. Back. I know. I'm thank here you. for that. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> All right, guys. That's it for this week's episode of Betches Brides. Where can people find you, Sam? Oh, they can find me. I, I'm here. I, I see everything. <laughs> <laughs> I see like, everything I behind here. the scenes, but uh, <laughs> they can follow me at Samantha Rosen, R O S E N, although I will be changing my handle. Um, in a few short weeks. weeks. Oh yeah. So <laughs> it's already, it's already locked in secured and just ready to switch it on over. <laughs> so. I love that. <laughs> Thank you. All right. You guys can follow the show at Betches Brides on Instagram. You can follow me at Fallon Carter events. Be sure to rate review and follow the show on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you're listening. Now we'll have new episodes every single Monday. So be sure to subscribe so you don't miss our next episode. Thank you so much for listening until death do us part. Batches.